These are audio versions of TV shows from New Ireland TV. New Ireland TV is a new TV station for a new Ireland. It's available worldwide for free on Roku and Amazon Fire TV Stick. There's no additional signups required, so just search on your app store for New Ireland TV. In this episode from our history strand, Sorka McInespe takes a look around the home place of Alice Milligan. and uh, today I'm here uh, just before official spring starts in Ireland, just the day before St Bridget's Day. Uh, I'm here outside the home place of Alice Mulligan. So Alice Mulligan was born in County Tyrone in 1866. She was a daughter of a Methodist minister, Seton Mulligan. Seton wrote a lot of um, travelogues about Ireland, I suppose. He was the uh, they were the, the beginnings of um, travel journals to, to entice people to come to different places. Somewhat um, visionaries in their own right. Okay, so here we are in the Church of Ireland uh, in Mountfield Parish. And uh, as you can see, we've got quite a, a view of uh, the village of Mountfield. Just directly in front of us here you can see St Bridget's Primary School and that would be where um, the children of the village would go and again very apt as today is the eve of Fela Bridge. Quite a nice view from here and as you see Tyrone among the bushes. Um, I suppose Alice Mulligan is quite uh, a childhood hero of mine, it's, she's a woman that a very tenacious woman who who had a lot of beliefs. Um, personally, for me, the things that I admired most about her was that she was um, a fierce advocate for women at a time when women had um, very, I suppose, they didn't have the right to vote at that stage, and they also didn't have um, much say. Um, so, what Alice Milligan did in her in her formative years was she actually organised quite a number of women's groups throughout the north and um, she wrote a lot of periodicals and she tied up with a lady called Ethna Carberry and they wrote a lot of um, pamphlets which she sent off to America and different parts of the world. Um, she was the editor and writer for the Sean Von Vaux and she was very um, involved in the Gaelic revival movement uh, alongside a lot of the literary figures that are associated with the scene. Um, to me, her her work alongside other prominent women um, of his, history, both sides, um, is very it's very pertinent because women like Alice Mulligan laid the foundations for women like myself and my contemporaries to hold positions of power 
and to get ourselves into um, to have a say at the table. Alice Mulligan was very much uh, interested, particularly if you think about the time when she was alive, that there was the commemoration of the 1798 rebellion, and this was the 100th anniversary of it. Um, and she had become very interested in, in what what the, the leaders of Black Rebellion stood for, which were Protestant, Catholic and the centre. Um, she worked alongside Parnell and WB Yeats and, and other figures like that and they came together. She would have done, she would have used art and she would have written a lot of poetry but one of her one of the things that she's most well known for is her tableaus which would have been sort of um, of course you've got to remember this when the Abbey Theatre was uh, founded in Dublin and she would have written tableaus which would have dramatized things in Irish history through um, <clears throat> dressing up in different costumes of the time and the era and I suppose getting the message out there uh, as to what happened uh, prior to her existence and um, what, what shaped Ireland as it was and um, another thing she did was these uh, light box installations where she made the figures move which was a very, to me that was like a precursor to TV and film as such and people would have went to the Abbey Theatre in their throngs to go and see this. Now unfortunately poor Alice Mulligan has been largely written out of history just simply for the virtue of the fact that she was a woman, a northern woman at that and, and I would like to see that her legacy has never been forgotten. So along with uh, other people and um, unearthing some history um, I, do, I do appreciate that, that there has been work done um, by Catherine Morris for instance um, and others who have, have saw her contribution but unfortunately due to the circumstances of the time um, a lot of Alice's work was lost because a lot of her stuff that she sent over to America was um, never gathered up and chronicalised or anything. Here we are in a beautiful part of County Tyrone, Mountfield. We are about eight or nine miles outside of the main county town of Oma but as people will be aware um, the this part of this part of the world was was largely cut off from the rest of Ireland due to the the, the railways being um, done away with um, so when Alice would have really liked to have gotten to Dublin and she would have went to Dublin quite a lot because that was where the hub of her activities were she found that she couldn't get because she lived where I showed you and she didn't drive or anything so she had no way of getting to Dublin she had no way of getting there would have been a train that she could have caught or whatever but now she's um, in the later part of her life unfortunately she was um, isolated here albeit a beautiful part of the country but if you want to make change and you want to be in the thick of it you need to be where everyone else is and where the populations are and that would be either Belfast or Dublin. By virtue of the fact of being born a woman, um, a part of her life was that she, it was, it fell to her to look after her brother who was wounded in the war and um, it was it was her duty as such to, part, to, to look after her elderly parents and look after her brother after they passed.
Okay, I suppose from what you can see, this this is um, the reality of parts of County Tyrone um, and and the area that um, this young woman grew up in. As you can see, it's it's quite bleak, and you wonder how someone just living here trying to um, live their life got to such prominence and had so much talent. Catherine Morris curated uh, an exhibition a number of years ago in the National Gallery in Dublin um, which went down as a resounding success. It's something that I have tried to do now um, more recently is to try to possibly uh, write to them and look for permission to get that even up to as far as the Street Arts Centre in Oma um, for, for an exhibition because I think it's important that people particularly people around this area know uh, of the contribution that she made and where she came from unfortunately due to the, the lockdown situation at the minute we're, we're, we're restricted in what we can do but I know that the, there is definitely a plaque in the local library and um, there's some good resources in there that um, people can look up if they're that so interested and I think that people should tune into New Ireland TV and so that they can get to see and learn and as quite at the moment again we're quite restricted as to how far we can go from our local area but as lockdowns release we will be moving into different areas and, and, and highlighting different people. Here is the mighty wind bush it's all over County Throne you can see here the lovely yellow flowers and um, in a few weeks time this will be completely yellow it's quite beautiful but if you zoom in, you'll see that it's, it's quite scary. It's quite a, it's like a cactus. Um, and then if you go on down below here, you'll see rushes. And again, I know a lot of people have been looking for rushes this last while to make their St. Bridget's crosses. Today, <laughs> tomorrow is supposed to be the, as I said before, the beginning of spring in Ireland. Um, and it still looks quite wintry here with the snow on the ground but as we saw earlier there was a bit of snowdrops outside Alice Mulligan's home place um, and that epitomises Ireland sometimes you can have four seasons in one day so every turn in the road you find another beautiful thing to look at here on County Tyrone um, Mountfield's a very small compact community they've got an awful lot of um, organizations they've just completed uh, a new community center for the the children and the youth of the area it's a village as such there's a, a, number, a couple of bars churches chapels there's um there's a soccer team that plays it's pretty nice here yeah um it's a good distance from oma there's a good road you're in between cookstown and oma so there's a quite good access quite high up i suppose here and rural um, not so, it's, it's not just quite as uh, isolated as, as it would have been at one stage at the time of Alice Mulligan. What I've always found when I sat on the council was that people are very enthused by ownership of their area um, and having that bit of input into the identity of the area and coming from an area and like, I mean, I'll always say that I'm from Fintana. I'm from Fintana, I was born and reared in Fintana. My dad from Trillick, a different area. My, we all grew up in Oma, but I'm essentially from Fintan and I'm very proud of that. We're right beside Loco Quarry here when we're standing in Winfield. Um, we're not too far from Greencastle and there's different rivalries between the different people in those areas. Um, but I think that their healthy competition is something that, 
not sure if this is unique to Ireland, but it's definitely something that I find is, is a positive and, and anything that you can do to, to bring up your own area and instill that sense of place, um, pride in place. I always think of that place, um, it's up in the Spirit Mountains, a place called Slough Neil. And Slough Neil is a very, like, it's got a dispersed population, very similar to Mountfield here. But um, a number of years ago, they came up with the conclusion that, um, you know, they were losing a lot of their population. They were losing a lot of their young people. They were all heading off to Australia, to Canada, to America, to England, to Belfast, to Dublin. And they thought to themselves, hold on a wee second. We're going to lose our community. We're going to not have a community. Let's do something about this. So what they did was um, they organized a they organized sort of a settings in their local community center they brought everybody together any business people they said right this is what we do need to do to keep our people together to keep our people in the area they made sure that there was facilities childcare facilities there was a club there was um all sorts of things and anybody that employed anybody that they would try their best to employ locals to keep those people so that they would be able to get a mortgage and build a house or buy a house in the locality that they would be able to be childcare and that things would be you know that the community could be strengthened up they made sure that everybody was playing for their local football club they were making sure everybody was involved in everything local and they've went on to win uh, all Ireland in Camogie and Hurling and they're very successful in all their Gaelic games and that is completely due to the fact that they said hold on a minute let's just let's stop this our rural community becoming decimated those are sally rods and this is what you got right in the back of the legs if you weren't too good well not that we actually got them but we got threatened with them i don't want to break one off it's what kept you in line in the olden days and um, there's actually quite a i don't want to break one off but there's quite a whenever you whip them So here we are at the final resting place of Alice Milligan. Um, as you can see, she died in Oma in April 1953, right in Drumra Old Graveyard here. And um, as you can see, it says, she loved no other place but Ireland. 30, 40 years after the partition of Ireland, the establishment of Northern Ireland. She, yeah, she would have lived through the world wars both of them. Should have seen quite a lot. <laughs> Travelled all, all over Ireland. She definitely made an uh, impression throughout different parts of America and, and I suppose in the world as it was in those days as far as people were going. This is her palace here. It's very beautiful. And this is Anna Johnson, her partner. Um, Anna Johnson wrote under the pseudonym of Ethna Carberry and together um, they had the Sean von Vogt. And that, that was a publication that was sent out to America to let people know what was going on um, in Ireland at the time. You're watching Factual Content for New Ireland TV, a new TV station for New Ireland.